like a roller coaster, life is full of ups and downs, twists and turns. The difference between life and the roller coaster is you choose to ride the roller coaster. On the contrary, you can't choose every aspect of your life. That being said, strap up and enjoy the ride of your life, literally. Thanks for joining the CC America podcast, where we are getting mentally fit through testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Good evening and welcome to another live taping of the CC America podcast. I am your host, Tamiria Jordan, and tonight it is time for a very timely and important topic. The title of tonight's show is Let's Ride. So what am I talking about specifically? I am talking about the notion that life should be easy and that it's not full of ups and downs. So I'm going to just share with you my personal journey over the last couple of weeks and also share with you some lessons I've learned from the last year in podcasting on this journey called life. So I'm going to jump right in. On April 1st, 2014, I wrote a post as part of T. Allen Inspires. So that was the name of my blog that I created back in, it was between 2010 and 2012, because 2010 is when I got the vision for CC America or what is CC America today. And it started with a blog because my thought was, if I can jot down my thoughts over the years, I can utilize that for future material. So whether that was doing a blog talk of show, a podcast, creating other materials, I would have some things documented. So ironically, this came up in my Facebook memories on April Fool's Day. And what I wrote on April 1st, 2014 was like a roller coaster, life is full of ups and downs, twists and turns. The difference between life and a roller coaster is you choose to ride the roller coaster. On the contrary, you can't choose every aspect of your life. That being said, strap up and enjoy the ride of your life. So literally and figuratively, because that's exactly what it is. So it's probably not a surprise that the image that I attached to that blog post was the image of a beautiful roller coaster. And if you know me very well, then you know I'm a roller coaster enthusiast. As a kid, I would research roller coasters. And I would think about, you know, the parks that I would visit and the rides I would get on. And I remember reading The Beast. Um, It was a book that was written many, many years ago. I can't even remember now who wrote the book. I feel like it may have been R.L. Stein, but it was a book that I read in high school. And the book was about a roller coaster. And I remember finding out that the roller coaster was actually in a park. And you know what? I'm correct. It was R.L. Stein. The book was called the Beast. And it was one of those books that was like a choose your adventure book. I don't know if you all remember that, but I remember you being able to choose alternative endings. But it was talking about this roller coaster at a park. And I just remember reading that book as a kid. And I it was one of my favorite books. And even though I know it was um, more on the creepy side, it didn't really freak me out because I love roller coasters. And I remember always wanting to go to Cedar Point to ride the beast. <laughs> so I say all that to say, I remember this book and I love roller coasters. But when I thought about my life, I don't necessarily always enjoy the dips that we 
experience. Of course, the ascension always feels good because, you know, there you're relaxing. You're not afraid. You don't feel that drop in the pit of your stomach and not knowing when you're going to finally get to the bottom. You don't feel those things. But in life, it's the same thing. Literally, I used to get excited about riding roller coasters. And then I thought about it today. I said, you know what? Life is the same way. And I'm going to get to why I feel that way and, and what really happened that led me to really thinking about that post, because I did repost it on Facebook on the first, but I didn't share it on any of my other social media pages. But I started thinking about it today in the context of just how the last couple of weeks have been. So last week for me was a really exciting week. And even the week before last, um, I had some really good news in terms of some changes on the job, um, which was really exciting for me. Last week, Old Dominion University, my alma mater, released their top 40 under 40. And I am grateful to God um, that I was selected. So I am thankful to Tammy Gator and Keith Kelly for submitting a nomination on my behalf. And it's funny because I remember talking to both of them. And when they said, you know, I would love to submit a nomination on your behalf, I thought to myself, oh, I guess I need to write down some of the things I accomplished. And I remember sharing with both of them, as you start to write down those things, you really realize all of the things that you accomplish in life. Many times we don't write it down because we're just doing it. We're living life. We're going through that roller coaster. We're on the ups and downs. We're on the twists and turns and we're just doing life. But when I had to think about all of the things that I had done, I had to take a step back and really consider, okay, what have you done? What are the things that you think are major milestones in your career? What are some of the things you are most proud of? So I was excited to work on that particular exercise, but even more excited to find out that I joined the inaugural class with so, so many trailblazers and people who are doing wonderful things in their community. So for anyone who's not aware, Old Dominion University located in Norfolk, Virginia, they started the Top 40 Under 40 program this year. And how they describe this program is that the ODU monarchs are some of the most impactful leaders in their communities and across the globe. They are trailblazers in their respective careers and serve their communities with passion and innovation, ultimately solving issues that affect our world today. They have forged exceptional achievements and will leave an indelible mark before the age of 40. The ODU Alumni Association announced their recognition program this year to spotlight monarchs who have made a contribution to society. So I was thrilled to have been nominated, uh, again, thanking Tammy Gator and Keith Kelly. Um, but when I look at the summary of some of the things that they highlighted about my career, they noted specifically how I am the first ever training and development manager that my company has hired in its 70 plus year history, which for me, it hasn't necessarily been an easy feat, but I thank God for the opportunity. I've been able to learn so much and meet so many amazing people you know, across the globe. And I just feel really blessed. And when I think about how I got there, I think about every step that I took in my career journey, dating back to even when I was at Old Dominion University and I first started interning at GEICO many, many years ago. And so when I fast forward to now, would I imagine me being in the place that I am? I knew I had a vision to eventually be in training and development and running a training department, but I just wasn't sure what that would look like. And like the roller coaster, there was a, a series of ups and downs. It wasn't always easy. It wasn't a straight shot. So it reminds me 
of why we do the things we do, why we go through the things that we go through. Because if life was smooth sailing all the time, there would be no reason to try harder. There would be no reason to do things differently because it would be the same. And so some other things that they noted is they talked about this podcast. As you all know, I started this podcast journey a year ago during a really rough time in my life. I was going through a miscarriage and literally the week that I got the all clear from the doctor after a month long miscarriage, I decided, why am I holding on to these gifts? I know that Tammy Gator has been trying to push me for years. She's the host of the Butterfly Evolution radio show. She co-hosts it with my husband, Rodney Jordan. And I have been listening and supporting them for years. And I've expressed to Tammy on multiple occasions that at some point I was going to do it, but it was never the right time because I was working on my master's or we got married and then we had a child. So it was never the right time, but I'm glad that I finally, you know, put my fear aside, especially dealing with a situation that was so scary. I said, why am I waiting? There's someone that may need to hear this message of faith, inspiration and transformation. So I'm glad that I didn't stop. They noted how I started CC America LLC. I actually formed the LLC in 2012 and I've slowly been working behind the scenes on top of having my nine to five job on things I can do to build that particular business, as well as Confident Connotations, which was a spinoff from CC America LLC. And after I completed an entrepreneurship class last year, I decided you know what, it's probably best to split the two. And so I did what I needed to do from a business standpoint to get the entity set up appropriately. And in addition to that, over the years, I've had the blessing of being able to volunteer for several different organizations, including reestablishing the Urban League of Hampton Roads Young Professionals chapter in Hampton Roads, Virginia. So there's so many things that I've been blessed to do over the years and being honored for the top 40 under 40 allowed me to really think about those things and realizing that that journey to where I am wasn't always easy, but it was worth it. I learned so many lessons over the years, just going through the different things that I went through and also really taking a step back and just being grateful, being grateful for where I am now and being grateful for all of the things that I know that are to come. So I am thankful to the ODU Alumni Association for selecting me from, I'm sure, a lot of individuals that they had an opportunity to review their profiles. I'm thankful again to those who nominated me and I'm thankful to everyone who has sent me well wishes and congratulations. Know that I appreciate it and I'm very humbled to have received this honor. So I bring that up because along the same line, they mentioned CC America as one of my accomplishments. So last week I had an opportunity to hear from two clients on how pleased they were with the work I had done. So that made me feel really good in that I do this on the side, but I'm still able to make a difference and make an impact. You know how I talked about life being ups and downs. So this past Saturday, I was glad I was strapped in tight (laughs) because the first thing that happened Saturday morning was I realized that my bank account had been compromised. So I noticed that I had some fraudulent charges on my card, but the card was never linked to Cash App. So when I saw Cash App purchases coming through, I was thinking, well, I didn't go anywhere. I'm sitting here on the couch and I'm thinking, what did I order? But I never ordered anything. I didn't pay anyone. Yet I'm seeing these cash app charges come through. So I said, okay, let me just check my account. So I checked it 
And on Friday, I started thinking and I said, I don't, I can't figure out where this is coming from because I don't remember ever having it linked. But furthermore, I know I didn't use that card. So I started thinking, I even dreamt about it Friday night and I woke up Saturday morning and I called the, I called the bank. And I told them, you know, that there were fraudulent charges and they could look at my history and see I had never used the card for Cash App. So needless to say, I was able to cancel that account and get a new card. So, of course, that's a frustrating way to start the day. It's funny. I had just posted a video of me dancing from a a week or two ago where I was excited. And I'm like, you know, let's get ready to start the weekend. And don't get me wrong. I'm still excited, even though things don't always go as planned. I said, you know what, Satan, I'm not going to let you get me down because he tried it. (laughs) Um, So in addition to that, I was feeling unusually tired and sluggish. So I'm like, what is going on? Why am I so tired? And couldn't put my finger on it, but I said, you know, it is what it is. I spent the entire day and evening with family and I had plans on coming back early, but that didn't quite pan out. But I'm glad that I had the opportunity to spend that time um, because it really was a blessing. And this morning I received two phone calls that shook me to my core, but I'm praying and believing God that both situations will work themselves out. So of course I started off my day feeling like, wow, like, this weekend is not going how I planned it. I thought my weekend was about to be, you know, I'm going to hang out with the girls. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's not how it went. (laughs) But I don't necessarily regret anything that happened either. And the reason I say that is because I know that I can't talk about faith and not have faith. And so this is not the first time that my faith has been tested. This is not the first time that I've gone through things. It's not going to be the last time. And ironically, someone told me last week, when you are on the path that God has chosen for you, you are always going to be tested. Whether that's someone speaking ill about you, people saying things that you know that aren't true, or situations happening that you know you know, you didn't do anything and you're thinking, why is this happening to me? There's always a purpose. And a lot of times it's for God to get our attention. So in life, I think about that roller coaster. I love roller coasters, but I don't necessarily like the feeling that I always get sometimes with that free fall, because sometimes you feel like you don't know when it's going to end, especially on rides that have maybe like a 90 degree drop. I believe it's the Griffin in Williamsburg at Bush Gardens. I rode that and it felt like I was never going to get to the bottom, but I rode it again because I enjoyed it. And I think about my life and I'm like, okay, would I ride this ride again? And truthfully, I can say that I would, because even though things are hard and I'm dealing with another situation that occurred tonight, but I was like, you know what, God, this is what the enemy wants. He wants me to go in a corner and sit down. But I said, no, the same way I like riding those roller coasters is the same way I'm going to put my trust in God that he's going to work everything out. I was on a high the last couple of weeks. And guess what? I'm still on a high now because I know that God is faithful and that He can still move even in these situations. So I'm looking forward to the praise reports and maybe in the future, I'll be able to share a little bit more about what those things are that occurred today. But right now, just know that I'm holding on to my faith and I'm trusting God to work it out because there's literally nothing Tamiria can do. And that's scary. But then I thought about Jesus. He was tempted. God knew he was going to be tempted because he gave Satan permission. 
Job was tempted. God gave him permission. So a reminder to everyone is Satan cannot kill you. The only thing he can do is God will give him permission sometimes to disrupt our our life. But at the end of the day, God still has total control. And what the enemy wants us to believe is that he has that type of power. Now, obviously, if you're not walking with God, then, you know, you make a choice because God does not control us. I remember seeing on, I think it may have been Joyce Myers, excuse me, and it's on her Instagram page, but she talks about how God is not going to coerce us. He gives everybody a free will is what she says. God never tries to control us. He never tries to force us to manipulate us or to guilt us into anything the devil does. And I said, you know what? That is so real because we will live and we will act like we don't have free choice, that we don't have free will. And God's like, I've got you. I've got you today. Let me tell you, I was not sure if I was going to record a show because honestly, I didn't feel up to it. But I said, that's what the devil wants. Whenever I feel like I'm on the cusp of something great, the enemy is like, I have to stop her because he knows that if I keep going, that I might be able to inspire and impact more lives But he doesn't want that. He wants me to be down. He wants me to feel sorry for myself. And let me tell you, I am grateful for this growth. So what I learned from podcasting over this last year is that even when you don't feel like it, keep going. When I started this podcast, there's a lot of lessons that I learned. Do I wish I could go back and re-record some of them? Probably. But guess what? It is what it is. I took the first step. Whatever it is that you feel that God has called you to do, if you feel that that's what you're called to do, do it. Don't sit back and wait for everyone else's approval. Don't wait for the perfect time, because guess what? There'll never be any perfect time. Life is full of ups and downs. As I stated at the start of this show, there's always going to be ups and downs, always. And ironically, in terms of continuing to keep going tonight, when I was on my way home, I was riding with Rodney and Rodney, of course, my husband and my daughter. I call her little Pooh. So we were all riding home and there was a terrible storm. It was hailing. It was really bad. And it was getting late. I knew little Pooh was tired. So I said, OK, she needs to get some rest. And I said, I can't find my phone. So we're driving. And all of a sudden, I think to myself, did I leave it? where we just were, or did I bring it with me, but I couldn't find it. So because I was distracted trying to figure out if I had left my phone where we were coming from, I didn't even pay attention to the fact that the storm was raging all around us. When I say the wind was blowing, rain was coming down, the hail was hitting the truck. And I was thinking, I sure hope it doesn't leave any dents or break the glass. But I was like, it is what it is. We just have to get to where we're going. And It was hard to see, but I was like, okay. And that moment I was distracted because I was thinking about where my phone was. But then when I think about my nine-year-old self who experienced an F4 tornado and was afraid of the wind for years, if you would have told me that now fast forward to me being where I am at this age, in this moment, that I would be able to drive in a storm like that and not immediately feel fear. I wouldn't have believed it, but I literally was like, okay, 
What is my mission in this moment? One, my mission is to get us home safely. But two, I knew I needed my phone because essentially you all know how that is. It feels like a lifeline because that's how you get in contact with everyone. And based on the news that I received earlier today, I need my phone. I need to be able to get in contact with the individuals I need to get in contact with so I can get updates. So I said, I need my phone. So in that moment, I didn't even care about the storm raging around me. But then I thought about life and I said, it's so funny how the things we fear when there's another more powerful why or reason, that fear goes out the window. So in that moment, I didn't care necessarily. All I cared about was us getting home safely and me finding my phone because I knew about the situations that are going on. And for me not to have my phone now, would not be a good idea. I need to be able to get in contact with individuals that I need to get in contact with to make sure everything is okay. And in Jesus name, I'm claiming that there will be a praise report, but I'm not going to sit here in front and tell you that I didn't cry today. I cried a few times today, even with some things that are going on right now, believe it or not, I feel fine because at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? God is going to take care of the situation. And what I've learned over this last year of podcasting again, is to keep going. Because there, I can't tell you the number of times I was planning to do a show and the enemy showed up either before or immediately after. And I said, huh, devil, you thought you were going to stop me, but I never stopped. And guess what? I'm not stopping now because guess what I'm doing? I'm recording. Little Pooh is asleep and I'm recording. I am being obedient and faithful over what over a few things because the word says, When you are faithful over few, he will make you ruler over many. And that is something I stood by for years. Matthew 25, 21, his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. In Jesus name, I want to enter into the joy of the Lord. I don't want to be worried about what he said, what she said. I want to be worried about finding and doing the will of God. I want him to say at the end of my life that you ran your race well, that I did what he called me to do, that I didn't bury my talents, that I did what he called me to do. And so what I felt like I needed to do is instead of feeling sorry for myself, instead of feeling sad, I was like, you better do what you feel you need to do. And I literally got this message tonight around, let me see, I can tell you what time I got the message because I jotted it down at 9.02 p.m. I didn't know what I was going to talk about yesterday. And I was like, you know what, Lord, you'll give me the, the right words. You'll give me the scenario. You'll give me the situation. Oh, let me tell you, did I get it? I got the scenario, the situation, and it's real, okay? (laughs) I didn't know what I was going to talk about yesterday. I was thinking I was going to talk about my credit card being compromised. And he was like, oh, but it's so much more that you weren't ready for today. But at the same time, I know that I'm extremely blessed because we woke up today. And instead of getting a call that we lost someone, it's another opportunity for God to show up. And in in my mind, I'm believing that He will work it out how he wants it to work out. And I have to trust that because he's done it before. And so I'm feeling, it's interesting. I'm feeling anxious the way you feel when you get on a roller coaster and it's your first time riding it and you strap in and you hear the locks click and you start to slowly ascend on that first hill, click, click, click. 
and you anticipate the drop, you can see all around you. You see the trees, you feel the breeze. You might be holding on to the hand of the person next to you, or you might be gripping on to the bars for dear life. And then you get to the top and you are grateful for this beautiful view. And then you drop just that quickly. And then you ascend again and you drop and you twist and you turn, but you come to the finish line. So the, the roller coaster never goes off the track. You know where the roller coaster starts and ends. In life, we may not necessarily know where it starts and ends, but in a sense, we do. For me, my life starts and ends with God because at the end of the day, He brought me into this world. And when it's my time to leave, He's going to be the one who decides when my day comes. Because the word says that no man knows the day or the hour. And it's true, we don't. So the only thing we can do is live our best lives while we're here. And that's another thing that I learned on the podcast. So I, I already shared one of the important lessons I learned over this last year because March was the one year anniversary. The second lesson is, we know that we all have a limited amount of time. So what are we going to do in between that dash? What are we going to do with the time we have? The roller coaster has a start and an end. It's one that we can see. The difference with life is we don't know when that next down is coming, when that next up is coming, when that next twist or turn is coming. We know that it will come, but we also have a God that is faithful that gives us the way out. He gives us the guide for what to expect. And ironically, today's scripture or verse of the day is 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 through 17. Every scripture inspired of God is also profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, which is in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, furnished completely unto every good work. It's true. The scripture is inspired by God and I always ask him to reveal to me what it is that I should see. So that's why I always encourage people to read it for yourself because you never know what God will show you. And don't get me wrong. I am not perfect. Trust me. I'm like everyone else. I have fear. I get anxious. I get worried. I sometimes allow people to get under my skin. I listen to people sometimes more than I, sh I, I should meaning I should listen to God and whatever he tells me to do, because guess what? God gave me the vision. They didn't. So I'm expecting other people to understand the vision that God gave me. He didn't give it to them. He gave it to me. He gave me the talent. The same way he's given each of you the talent, whatever your talent or your gift is, it's up to you to use that. I can't tell you what to do with it. What I've learned through this podcast journey is we just got to keep going. We have to do it and we have to be focused on what are we going to do with the time we've been given? What are we doing during our dash? How are we going to live it? Are we going to allow the fear of man to stop us? Proverbs 29 verse 25 says, the fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. That was the scripture that popped up yesterday. And it's a reminder that I need because throughout my life, I have allowed people to dictate sometimes what I do to dictate how I feel. And what I will say is over this last year, and even before that, I've been seeing the growth to where I don't want to be a slave to anyone's thoughts or opinions about me. I want to be able to do what God has called me to do. 
And if you don't know the story about Saul, that is precisely why he lost his place in the kingdom in terms of him leading people. In 1 Samuel 15, I encourage you all to read it. That is the basis for my very first t-shirt designed for confident connotations, obedience over sacrifice. And it says, 1 Samuel 15, verse 22, and Samuel said, hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and thy words because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Let me tell you what I've learned over this last year is the only voice that I need to be obeying is God, whether people understand it or not. That is another lesson that I learned because we will continue throughout this life. We will do things trying to please people, but guess what? When they're done, The only person who will end up getting hurt is you. If you didn't do what you feel you were called to do because you were being led by people. Because guess what? All of us are flawed, myself included. I get angry. I get frustrated. Yes, I'm a nice person, but I'm also not a pushover. And so for me, being able to crack that thought of, oh, she's so nice. It's a tough battle because people see you in a certain light. They expect you to be a certain way. People will say whatever to you and then also try to dictate how you respond to life. That's not how it works. And you also have to take responsibility for who you are as a person and what you will allow in your life. And I haven't always done that because I wanted to make sure that everyone else was okay. As the word said, the fear of man is a snare. And so for anyone that wants to know the the definition of a snare, a snare is a trap. One definition is a trap for catching birds or animals, typically one having a noose of wire or cord. It can also mean to catch a bird or mammal in a snare. And there are several other ways that this is, or several other definitions for the word snare. So when you talk about the transitive verb, it means to catch an animal by using a snare or the other way that is defined is to get something or someone you want in a clever way, often by deceiving other people. So I would just say, just be mindful. The word tells us that the fear of man is a snare. It literally will entangle us Because we will be so caught up in what other people have to say, what other people want you to do, that you forget to live and be you. So I will tell you, this podcast has taught me a lot because I've been able to listen to other people's testimonies and their stories. And lately, I've been hearing a common theme from quite a few of my guests. Their concern is not about what other people think about what they're doing or their lives. Their concern is about doing the will of God. And that to me is powerful. And when I tell you that this podcast has blessed me in so many ways, I've been able to meet some amazing people. And what I'm realizing is we all have a story. We all do. 
So when I invite people on and they're nervous, I get why they're nervous because most of us, until someone tells you, tell me what you've done. Similar to what I shared earlier about the top 40 under 40. They had to ask me to tell them some of the highlights. They had their their thoughts about what I've done and accomplished, but they wanted to hear from me the things that I don't talk about, the things that don't make it to social media, the things that most of the time I don't talk about. I just do my job. I do my work. I do the work. I don't always brag about it. Most times I don't say anything. I just do it until someone says, what have you done? And so for those people who might be afraid to share their story, guess what? We all have a story. You never know whose story, your, whose life you're meant to touch through your story is what I mean. Because you have a story. Everyone does. And so when I think about the recent shows, let me tell you, I was so inspired. Episode 36, Sister to Sister with Morgan Johnson. She's a human resources specialist and the host of Say Something Saturday. Terry Tucker, the author of Sustainable Excellence, he shared his personal journey on leading an uncommon and extraordinary life, as well as being a cancer survivor. Tara Robinson, the founder of the Black Heart Association, she's a school counselor and U.S. Army veteran who talked about surviving three heart attacks and dying during the third. But she made it and she's making a difference. I met with Tammy Gator, bridging the gap between what is said and what is meant. She's a certified communication coach. I met with Keith Kelly. He talked about how we transfer wealth to future generations. I had a heart to heart with Tamika Quinn, two time stroke survivor, author, veteran and business owner on how we get heart healthy. Again, Keith Kelly was on several other times talking about finances. The founder and CEO of Indigo Shoe Designs, Toy Kyles, she is changing the shoe industry one step at a time. Her story, again, amazing. Sharman Anderson, she woke up from a coma and is using her business as therapy and her testimony to inspire others. I had a community forum, the Christmas Blues. How do we stay positive throughout the holiday season? I was happy to be joined by family and friends. And then to start this season off was Kamania Moore. Kamania Moore, she's a goal getter. She's out here crushing goals and doing her thing. And that's just season two. So I know that God has great things in store. And there's more testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation coming forward that I will be able to share through my guests and through my own personal testimonies. So I encourage you all to strap up and get ready for the ride of your life, because that's literally what we're in. And when we think about the things that have happened even over the past week, and my heart goes out to the family of Earl Simmons, also known as DMX, as well as Prince Philip and his family. And you think about life. These are people on two different sides of the world. But guess what? The pain is the same. Someone is not waking up to their father, to their brother, to their friend, to their husband. It, you know, it's just, it's really interesting. And I saw something today and it was talking about DMX's life. And I actually saw a clip from one of his recordings. He was on another podcast um, in 2020. And the things that he talked about in terms of his life, the things that he went through, I can't imagine going through some of the things that he went through. 
the abuse, the abandonment, you trusting someone and they give you drugs that you become addicted to. And all the while, not knowing who you can trust and trying to find an outlet, which he found eventually through his music. He may have made some choices that many of us may not have made, but there are choices that we make that God isn't necessarily pleased with. I know there's choices I've made that I'm not even pleased with myself, but I did. I made the choice. We all have choices. And so when we think about people's lives, they all mean something. And sometimes we judge situations and we have no idea what that person may have gone through. We don't know their story. We don't see their struggle. We might see their success. Sometimes we see their struggle. What I can appreciate about Earl Simmons, I grew up on his music. I remember listening to his music in high school. What I can appreciate about him is he was real. He told his story. He shared his truth. And he talked about his faith in God. He talked about, you know, the moments of struggle, the internal turmoil that he was facing. But he shared his truth. And I can respect that. A lot of us, especially in the age of social media, we see the highlight reels. And I talked about that on the episode where I talked about social media. We see the reels, but is it real? R-E-A-L. We see the short clip and we assume so much about a person. But if you really want to know, reach out to them. How many people probably judged? I'll use DMX, for example. How many people probably judged him because they misunderstood him? Because they, they didn't understand him. I was so moved a few weeks ago when I saw that interview, when he talked about his upbringing, when he talked about the addiction to drugs, when he talked about the role of faith in his life. And I said, wow, you really just never know. Each of us has to live our life. We have to live and come to a place where we have no regrets, that we are doing what we're called to do. Whether we are on the top of that mountain, maybe we might be going down in a valley, but guess what? What goes down comes up and what goes up comes down and it's a cycle, but it's a cycle that we can grow to expect. And it's a cycle where, again, like I said, at the very beginning of this show, we can strap up and enjoy the ride of life literally and figuratively, because that's exactly what it feels like. It's ups and downs. One minute you're high, you're excited, you're looking forward to getting on this ride, clink, clink, strapped in, you're ready to go. The next moment you're like, wait a minute, I think I want to get off. I made it. I made a wrong decision. But in life, we can't get off. We just have to keep going. So I encourage anyone who listened to this show tonight, I hope that you realize that your life is important, that you are valuable. Do you always make good decisions? Who knows? You might make some mistakes, but guess what? I do too. We're not perfect. According to the word, the, the Bible does, God doesn't expect us to be perfect because there was only one person that was. And that's why he came here to save us from our sins. And Lord knows I need him because I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what's happening. I literally was just like, woo, this weekend hit me hard. But I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to trust you. I'm going to talk about faith, but I'm also going to believe. I'm going to believe that you have everything under control. Even when I don't understand it, I'm going to believe that the shift that I'm experiencing as a person 
the shift that I'm experiencing in my soul. I'm no longer going to be attached to the opinions of pleasing people. There's only one goal that I have, and that is to please God. One goal. Am I going to respect people? Absolutely. Am I going to love people? Absolutely. But will I allow the opinions and thoughts of people to overshadow what I feel in my heart I need to do? Absolutely not. And that is something that I am committed to because I have to do this work. Again, I didn't feel like recording this tonight. I came up with the show title at 9.02 p.m. I jotted down my notes and I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and press record. And whatever comes out, comes out. I'm going to trust God with this message that whoever is supposed to hear it will hear it. Whoever is supposed to be blessed by this message will be blessed. And if you've been touched by this message, I hope you will share it with someone else because you never know who this could touch. For the person who's trying to decide if they should start whatever that is, just do it. I shared my lessons that I learned over the last year by doing this podcast. Just do it. Start. Be faithful over few. He'll make you ruler over many. What are you doing with your dash? How are you spending your time? What are you living for? Matter of fact, who are you living for? Are you living for the accolades of people? Or or are you living for God to tell you, well done, my good and faithful servant? And also, I've learned so much from hearing the testimonies of faith from all the individuals I shared with you that have been a guest on season two of the CC America podcast. And there's more coming, more powerful guests as well who have a testimony. But the people who have been on thus far who have joined me on this show, I have been blessed by each of their testimonies, both in season one and now in season two. I've learned a lot by hearing other people share their stories. So again, everyone has a story. And so do you. So on that note, I am going to close us out in prayer and then we are going to wrap this show up. Lord God, I come to you now giving you praise, glory, and honor, thanking you for the strength to push through no matter what it felt like tonight. I thank you, God, for your faith, for your favor, for all of the many blessings. I am grateful. I am humbled by the things that you are allowing to take place in my life. And I know that the enemy wanted me to stop, but he doesn't have that type of power because I didn't give it to him. I pray that anyone listening under the sound of my voice, if you are being attacked by the enemy, know that you are walking in your purpose. And this is part of the plan. God wants to know if he can count on you to trust him because at the end of the day he can make you feel like he has the power but he cannot do anything to you he cannot harm a hair on your head without permission because his power is not that strong we have to believe and walk in light and trust God for those who are believers we are protected we are protected Jesus died for our sins He is covering us. There are angels that are around us every day. We war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and and darkness. But God also says that he has sent a protector. We have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are around us at all times. And the angels, they're watching over us. So I pray that anyone who is feeling fearful, anyone that feels doubt, anyone that's going through challenges with their health, with their family, whatever it is, I pray that God would break that yoke and that he would show you what he wants you to see, what he wants you to learn in those situations that you're going through. When we ascend and we're feeling good, 
Even when we are on the way down, we know that God is going to lift us up so that we can soar above like eagles over the situations that we encounter in this life. And don't get me wrong. I know that some days things get heavy and things get sad. But that's when we have to believe and trust in God that this is temporary, that the rainbows will come. The rainbows will come. And you will be able to see the promise. The rainbow was a sign of the promise, the promise that God has made with us, the covenant. You are protected in the mighty name of Jesus. You are set free in the mighty name of Jesus. You will live and not die in the mighty name of Jesus. We are victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, I pray that your people would be lifted up, that they would be encouraged and that they would be inspired to start this week off right, no matter what it looks like, and trust you for the miracle working power of God to show up and show out. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. On that note, have a wonderful week, good people. Be blessed. And I look forward to chatting with you soon on the CC America podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the CC America podcast. We appreciate you tuning in week after week and joining us for stories of faith, inspiration, and transformation. So that you never miss an update, please subscribe at www.ccamericapodcast.com. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms at CC America LLC. You can also just search for CC America on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We hope that you are encouraged and inspired by this show. If so, please don't hesitate to share the episodes or let people know that you are listening so that they too can be inspired. We appreciate your support and until next time, be blessed.